the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting next to me here is my son, Alan Salem. And between the two of us, we've probably got pretty close to 60 years of experience. Yep. And um, frankly, folks, I'm a lot smarter than he is. So um, we can... That's uh, debatable. We, we, <laughs> we, we can get your, uh, get your car, car questions. And Alan actually specializes in diesels. And uh, the Dodge, the Ford, the Chevy? Yep, all of them. Okay. I want to tell you a story real quick before we even start out. You know, folks, I work for lots of insurance companies. I work for lawyers, and I work for law enforcement. And they use, usually my relationship is, is, would you look at this and tell us if the brakes work, tell us if the steering works, that kind of stuff. Well, those of you with trucks, the diesel trucks that are newer than 2012? Uh, 11. 11? 11. Okay. Those are going to be diesel trucks that take DEF. And so the DEF, diesel exhaust fluid, it's very caustic. So what we're we're finding out is, is inadvertently and accidentally, people are putting DEF into their truck gas tank. And it has a separate tank altogether. Yeah, but the the the, the fills are directly next to each other on on the Ford and the the Dodges. They're in the same door on okay. the side. Yeah. So you can't put the diesel nozzle in the DEF, right? But you can put the DEF in the diesel side, right? So when that happens, you're faced with a huge bill. Huge bill. Huge. Huge. Okay. <laughs> now, now, what has to happen is is the tank has to be dropped, and we're going to clean it out. Yep. Then everything forward that's metal has to be replaced. All the lines to the first oil f- f- fuel filter, the high-pressure pump. No, the, hold on. Let me okay. step back. As long as it's run. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. As long as you ran it. If you didn't start it and run it... You're Do not okay. start it and run it. Yeah, <laughs> if it, you if you if you can help it. Yeah, if you remember soon enough. So at this point, we're going to change all the metal lines to the uh, first number one filter. We're going to change the metal line to the high pressure pump. We're going to replace the high pressure pump. All the lines to the injectors and all the injectors. And then there's a metal line that goes from there back to the number two fuel filter, which we recycle that stuff. So this is an ugly repair. Here's the here's the the message I I have for you. And, and and oftentimes your insurance company will pay for this because they pay for stupid and it's just no different than you having an accident. Now I'm not gonna tell you what insurance company said that, but that really encompasses the relationship as long as you have full coverage. As long as you have full coverage. So guess what? We've been taken not I haven't been, but customers have been taken uh, to this particular dealer 
and the bills have been, and I've seen them. I mean, I'm, I'm we've seen at numerous ones. Seventeen thousand four hundred, or more, or more. Yeah, it it's obviously that's a tough pill to swallow. So, I I decided on behalf of my clients to do a little estimating. Do a little research. So I called a couple of I called more than a couple of dealerships, but I'm going to tell you I ended up at Sanderson Ford. And I talked to a guy there, and I said, you know, I think I put DEF in my truck, and you know, can you give me the idea what the cost is? And he says, well, the kit Ford makes a kit for the Fords, yeah, and it has everything you need. Now I will tell you this before you go on: what the numbers you talked about yesterday yeah. weren't exactly accurate. So okay, yeah. So we need all right. To- so what's the kit? The kit's five grand. Okay, five thousand. Yeah. All righty. So if the kit, he, when he said thirty five hundred, that's probably their cost, or for whatever reason, I don't know. I think he just he may have just misspoke. Okay, so yeah. it's five thousand for the kit. Forty nine ninety five is is dealer list on the on the kit. And what's the the labor times? Uh, yeah. you know, I didn't I didn't get to labor time. Okay. I was just going off by what you said twenty to twenty two hours, which is probably uh, a good number. Okay. And so when you talk about this, we're talking about. The kit plus the installation yeah. and all the other stuff. So let's work off your money, five thousand. And we knew that the the uh, get your calculator out okay. and take um, take. Let's go to let's go to one forty times twenty two hours. So I'm going to take the highest labor rate I can find and three thousand eighty dollars. Okay, so we're going to take your five plus your eight. Yeah. And let's add another three hundred dollars for. You know, all the other shop supplies, environmental charges, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, new fuel stuff okay. like that. All right. And um, with tax, you know, okay. you're going to be, I got 9385 on okay. my calendar. $8,000 cheaper. $8,000 cheaper than many other the bills I've seen. So that's that's something that bothers the heck out of me. Because it, it in our industry, it's not uncommon for a few of us to once we hear the insurance companies involved, the price changes. Oh, sure. I think what's I think what's happening is is they're buying this kit, or they're not buying this kit because they don't know about it. But they're buying this kit and then they're itemizing each individual. I think you're going to get a discount for buying everything. Okay. I think you'd agree. But yeah. I think what they uh, I think what if you were dishonest and you wanted to make more money, you itemize everything out at dealer list, and all of a sudden your parts go from five grand up to you know ninety five hundred okay. itemized out. But if you just take the kit exactly. and do your normal markup, yep. then you're going to be in the $5,000 range, somewhere around there. Right. So, folks, the, the message here is, is, is simple. No matter whether you're in the dealership arena, the independent shop arena, the chain arena, or the postman who works on cars on the side, you need to bid your work, especially if it's in the big numbers. So, and I say north of, you know, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. You need to bid it now. You're not going to be able to call around and have people bid it because everybody wants the car in front of them. Yeah. Number one, we don't want to work off other people's diagnosis, so we want to check the ball joints ourselves, and most of the time we do that for free. It depends on the operation, the checkout operation. Number two, your car's in front of us, so we have the VIN number, so we can accurately look up the ball joints or the struts or whatever it is. And then typically an easy estimate won't take much time. Therefore, most of us won't charge you. But if they, if it's a sophisticated one, then, yeah, there's there's likely to be a small charge, and I would say between 25 and $50 on the outside just to look at the estimate you have and, and give you an idea. 
So those are the kinds of things that we run into on a regular basis, unfortunately. All right, we've got a caller, Gil. Who is it? Say hello to Vicky. Vicky, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, many years ago, I read something that it's bad to start your car and let it idle. And every, I, I'm sorry, I like getting in a warm vehicle. So every morning, I go and start my Jeep. I go out, feed the horses, feed the chickens, feed the ducks. And then when I'm dressed, and, and then I shut the Jeep off after I'm done feeding. And then when I'm dressed and in the Jeep, it's so nice to get in a warm vehicle. Is it really bad to do that? It probably runs for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes in the driveway. Okay. What I want to ask you is, is is it a Jeep with fuel injection or is it carburetor or do you know? Fuel injection. Okay. You got a comment on that? I don't think so. I run mine. I let mine run all the time. Okay. Um, there's lots of reasons in the older model cars that we didn't want that to happen. We couldn't depend on the choke to hold the idle up high. We couldn't depend the choke to ever open until we drove it, which would main, mean it's just the engine's being delivered a huge amount of fuel and to the point where it's running out the tailpipe. But I don't think on fuel injection ones I'd worry about because the computer controls the injectors and the spray. So in the morning, the spray may sound like this. Psst, psst, psst. After it warms up, it sounds like this. So there's a big difference. So frankly, if you get in and the heater's blowing really hot, you might have left it. If, if that's a 10-minute sit, you might have left it running a minute too long. <laughs> and really, I don't care. So how many miles are on the Jeep? 259,000. Okay, are you changing the oil pretty regularly? Every 5,000 miles on the button with full synthetic. Okay, well, I, I want you to think about changing that. A semi-synthetic 5,000 would be appropriate. A full synthetic, I mean, you're north of 8,000 miles as long as you change or check your oil on a regular basis. But here's why I ask you that. You were going to put a little bit of fuel in the oil. And as long as you're changing your oil on a regular basis based on the kind of oil you have, then I can't see any any problem. And if it's warming up and you're getting in the car and the chickens and the horses are fed, what kind of a, you know, what, how can that be bad? Oh, thank you. All right, Vicky, so good I'll luck. So I'll change to a full synthetic, thank you. Or I mean semi-synthetic. Okay, now that's different. Regular oh, oil. Okay. Regular oil is 3 to 5,000. Semi-synthetic is from five to 7,500. And a full synthetic is north of 8,000. So those are oh, the okay. parameters. I'll, I'll, ju I'll just con continue with what I've done for 21 years. That That's a good idea with 220 some odd thousand miles. Do you know how far? 9,000. Okay. Do you, do, you know, do you recognize how far that is uh, in miles? I mean, let me explain. You've been around the world 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> My Jeep has. No, yeah, we're not talking about you, Vicky. We're talking about the Jeep, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to hear the other side of that, but nevertheless, ten, ten, ten times around the earth, and 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 think about how many shifts that is, how many startups, how many cool downs, how many what we call a heat cycles, how many times it's got to operating temperature and then cooled off, all that kind of stuff. But in Phoenix, it's quite different than Anchorage. Hawaii or Anchorage, Hawaii, Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> you don't want to be there today. Don't don't laugh at me, Vicky. That's a bad thing. 
All righty. Well, anyway, thank you, Vicky. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car, a car question or a comment or you and your husband or you and your wife are arguing about something car-related, Alan and I are really good at handling those marital conflicts. Other people's. Other people's. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I was going to somehow dovetail that in, but I didn't know how to do it. Other people's. Uh, I think Mom and Heather would probably disagree with the... Uh, with settling our own, but uh, yeah. but other people's were really just, good, or we just, think we are. Just keep digging that hole. <laughs> now that you've mentioned their names and stuff like that, just that's a see on radio we don't do that. Right. We just agree. Okay, that's all we do. We but and we don't come up with other people's. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this portion of Under the Hood, i got to tell you real quick, is brought to you by SNS Auto Service. They serve Peoria, Surprise, Goodyear, and everything on the west side. They have a very deep, comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of tires, which means you can go in and say, give me good, better, best, and look at them. And when they do that, they're going to give you, you write your check now, and this is what it's going to cost you to mountain balance, tires, labor, FET, sales tax, everything. So they also do all kinds of other work, like oil changes. They'll bounce your tires. They'll do alignment, suspension suspension work, and stuff like that. So on the west side, if you're looking at anything from a wheelbarrow tire to tractors, then S&S Tires is a good place to start. We'll be back. Mark Levin explains what's legal and illegal. There's lots of things that are legal that may influence the outcome of a campaign that may make a candidate look positive. Everything's not illegal. And a non-disclosure agreement paid with private funds is not illegal. Matter of fact, it's done every damn day in this country. It's been done by the Southern District of New York. But they call it hush money when it comes to Trump. Oh, hush money. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 
800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Alan Salem here talking about cars, and you're welcome to join us. Dennis, I'm going to get to you in about 15 to 20 seconds. I want to tell you about Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. They're a Better Business Bureau A-plus shop. They've got great technicians. Nate, who owns and operates Strictly Diesel, is one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet, and his hands look like tennis rackets. He's a big boy. Anyway, they're diehard, strictly diesel, it's diehard service, repair, and parts, and they work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're located on South I-17 near Pinnacle Peak Road, strictly diesel service and repair Monday through Friday, and they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. So you can go there to get more information about diesel stuff, and that's strictly diesel service and repair. Dennis, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. My... uh my granddaughter has a 2011 uh, Mazda 3, and she had a smelling coming from the, underneath the hood, and she drove it over for me to take a look at, and it, uh, all indications were that the fan motor had seized up, uh, and you know, the uh, electric fan motor on the radiator. Yeah. So um, she had a place that she brought service to. They took over to them, and... Uh, I went down with her when they, you know, gave her the estimate, and they said, yes, the fan motor was bad. They took it, they had it in their hands with a little module that was on it, and the motor smelled burnt. They put a new one in. They Then she took it off and rode it, and then pretty soon the same smell was back again. And they said, well, we don't know then what's wrong with it. Okay. <laughs> and put her out. Um, if you got any ideas on that? Well, we're missing a lot of stuff. Um, did like, you, could, did this, did the fan motor have a frame around it? Like I'm a sorry, circle shroud? Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't, I don't know that. I, I just looked in it quickly and I could smell it and it smelled like a motor okay. burning. And All right. We're I, past know, the smell. Okay. We're past okay. the smell, but did, did anybody in front of you 
hold on to the fan motor and spin the blades? Uh, yeah, uh, I spun it. It seemed stiff to me, but I didn't know what type of motor it was. Okay. You know what I mean? It felt stiff. Okay, I understand, but that's that's part of the process is, is yes. you know, you spin the old one and then you walk outside and spin the new one. So yeah. asking a question, um, is you know, why did this happen is easily answered by after you fix it. Um, most of us would have tested the electrical system, and we want the voltage in the electrical system not to exceed 13 volts because that's a 100% uh-huh. charged battery. We also want to look at the diodes in the alternator, and we also want to look to make sure this fan, now this fan is going to be one of two circuits. It's going to be temperature-related of the cooling system. She could uh-huh. have two fans. Um, I don't know. Did you look? Did she only have one, or did she have two? It appeared there was only one. Okay. I... So it's going to be tied to the cooling system, and it's going to turn on probably about 220 or so, 230, and then cool back down to 195 or so. So the electrical system, a bad ground, dirty battery cables, um, and an alternator with bad diodes or an alternator that's overcharging, all of those are possibilities. But if the shop doesn't want any part of this, then they really should give you your money back. Let let, let me ask you a question. I'm I'm unclear on one thing. Is the second fan bad? Did did it go bad as well? It it, it, did. didn't appear that it was bad. It, I took that one and it turned around the same way. And okay, I okay. didn't know. I figured an overvoltage on it or something from some sort of control process. But for $700. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I'm thinking it, if the second one's bad, then there's clearly something, obviously, you know, uh, uh, either they got a bad part or there's something causing that. But if the second one's not bad, you're still smelling it. I'd certainly have them put that first one back in. I mean, well, but he yeah. said it was there's there was some tension on the first one, but but yeah. it, I I know where you're going with this. You're going with there's there's an what happens if it's got a coolant leak and he's smelling the coolant leak? What happens if he's got some kind of a a, a, a liquid on the exhaust system? Right. He smells that. So we're not sure that your smell is related to that fan. Now I I, I want to know if there's more than two fans. There could be one on the front of the radiator and one on the back okay. of the radiator. That's possible. Okay. Easy way to easy way to tell that is um, when you start it up first thing in the morning. It's cold. The fan should not be running. But if you turn on the yeah. AC, then yeah. the fan should, you know, like if it's a, got two. You're right. If it's got yeah. two, yeah, yeah, then it should. Uh, it, it, another, you know, one should stay stationary because it's cold, and then the other one should go to wide open throttle because it because uh, w- when you turn the AC on, it wants to cool the condenser down. It, but it may not, depending on how it's wired, this is a Mazda 3 and we don't have it in front of us, yeah. but there's a good chance the AC turns on that yeah, air, air right. conditioning fan, but the other one is going to be temperature controlled. The real issue is, is if this one, if you still have the smell and this one spins freely, yeah. then I think they're unrelated. I think they're unrelated. Okay. So somebody okay. just needs to go in, you know, just, do you have a garage of your own? Well, no, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. I've worked okay. on vehicles for years, but I'm just doing her a favor to look at it. I, I know what a burn-up motor smells like. I know what the wine smells like, but if it's got another motor. But this place was specialized in electrical work. Okay, well, I've heard that uh, before, and, and I, that doesn't really make any difference to me. It doesn't make any difference to me. It doesn't make any difference to me. Everybody specializes in what's underneath the hood of the car they're looking at. 
So, you know, the the, the issue is, is you're, you want to go off that you smelled that fan, the smell is related to the fan, and that's it for you. Unfortunately, I think you might be wrong. I think that the fan wasn't part of the problem, especially now that you smell it, the same smell again, and this fan is turning freely. So I think we need to track down the smells, what yeah. the bottom line yeah. is. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And it really doesn't make any difference because the one fan wouldn't contaminate the other. Right. So if you had two fans, if one of them burned up, the, the chances of it making the other one stink are slim and none. And just to be clear, too, here at the shop, we say that Mark specializes in BS. So just so you know. Yeah? What are you talking about? <laughs> you said everyone specializes in something, and you specialize in BS. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I control your microphone. I just want you to know that. And and, and you, it's the issue is, is we I'm, got the I'm cart BS before junior. the horse. Yeah, you're BS Junior. <laughs> um, we got the cart before the horse. We got to fix We got to yeah. find the source of the smell and go from there. Yeah. The only thing that kind of saves this whole scenario is is that he or somebody else had tension on the fan. Yeah. But I would have really loved him to say, well, he, he showed her how the fan hardly turns. And then I said to her, show me what you got. And she spins the fan and he goes, woo. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, you would have known for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or if he had asked for his old parts, if she had asked for her right. old parts. Right. There's no core charge on something like that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You can always get a hold of me at mark at marksalem.com. I'm going to be calling two people who sent me an email, and they left their phone number. So right after the show, I'm going to be doing that. But I'm also going to be at the Chandler Parade. Chandler Festival of Lights Parade tonight. Tonight, and it starts at Country Club, uh, Arizona Avenue, south of Chandler Boulevard. And I'm It going goes to be- from, hold on just to be clear, it goes from Fry to Arizona Avenue. Uh, I'm sorry, it goes from Fry to Chandler Boulevard on Arizona Avenue northbound. It's okay. a little different than last year. And we're going to debut our brand-new flag truck. It's a 10-wheeler, one-ton, with big chrome stacks. And we're going to be pulling the Cub Scout or the Boy Scout trailer? Uh, Cub Scout trailer, yeah. Cub Scout trailer. And uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun. But if you've never been to that Festival of the Lights, then it is something quite exquisite. Parade of Lights. Parade of Lights, yeah. And the trailer we're hauling weighs about 17,000 pounds or something like that. It's, we're a, gonna, big, it's a big trailer. We're going to tell them that anyway so we can. They, they know why we got the big truck out <laughs> for that thing. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that theme. Okay, welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960. If you want to give us a call, 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repair is at I-17 in your valley, the northwest corner. I've known Tom, the owner, since the early 80s. Tom opened up his shop in 1983. I liked him before, and I like him now. Tom's good at what he does. It's a family-owned operation. He's been around a long time, serving North Phoenix and the Deer Valley Airport. He has ASC Master Certified Technicians, and he's got a BMW Master. So if you've ever thought about, I gosh, I wish I could find an independent shop that specialized in BMWs, Action Auto Repair, I-17 and Deer Valley. Let's go to the phones first. Eddie, you're up first. How can I help you? Hello? Hello? Yeah, uh, Mark, thanks for taking the call. I uh, spoke to you last week on the 83 Chrysler, the uh, regulator in the motor. Yes. 
I can get the motor from uh, AutoZone or rallies, but not the regulator. I can't get the regulator. Nowhere. Okay. Who's going to fix this? Are you going to hire someone to fix it? No, I'm doing it. I already okay. have everything out. Okay. All right, you know. I, uh, you're going to have to find the regulator, and many times you're only going to be able to find it from the dealer. You can buy a used one. You could go to a wrecking yard and identify the car and have them get you a used one out of the door. But do you yeah. know what's wrong with yours? Not really. I okay. didn't take the motor off yet. It could be the gear. Well, that's what I'm saying. We need to verify um, what's the matter okay. with it. So to to go buy yeah. the the regulator and the motor and and uh, and the uh, every, everything else, it's it's that's not really a good idea. Why don't you take the regulator and the motor to a shop? Well, first of all, you can just hook up the motor to a 12 volt battery, and yeah. you should be able to see if the motor is gonna gonna take the regulator and scissor it. Right. So that that's all you have to do is just do that. And then if the motor does that, you need the regulator. But you can probably go to a wrecking yard and find a motor and a regulator. Obviously, you don't know how old it is, though. So no. but th- that's the best I can do for you, buddy. I, I'm, okay, I'm the, impressed the, that you got the, the motor and regulator out. Yeah, I drove the rivets out. You think I should take the motor off the regulator and see if the gear is bad? Well, you can. They probably make a kit, but you can do it either way. You can take the motor off, off the regulator. If you can buy a regulator, yeah. you, if you can buy it bare, then that's good. You can put your motor on there. But you probably, if you start cutting rivets on that, you're probably going to have to buy the motor and the regulator together, and that's no, no big deal. Okay? You don't think I can take the motor off there and just put another motor on that one? If well, the regulator if you, is good? I don't know, Eddie. You're going to have to do some searching. I don't know if yeah. you can do that. Uh, if There's a lot of motors that we can drill the rivets out or cut the welds off and get the motor off. Yeah. But but some yeah. of them you can't. You have to find out what's available first. And then what you're going to do with what you've got, you've got to test the motor first. If the motor whirs, then take the motor off and see if the gears are stripped. So the gears are either going to be stripped on the regulator or the motor. All right, Eddie, got to go. Thank you very much, though. Thank you. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Well, I recently bought a um, Mercedes. It's a 2003 500SL. And uh, since it has an awful lot of sensors and messages uh, of what could go wrong or what is going wrong or whatever, I'm wondering if you had a independent Mercedes shop that does uh, good work and doesn't cost 160 bucks an hour like the dealer does. Well, um, the answer is yes. Um, he's not on my best car repair shops list um, because he's too doggone busy. But he's somebody I refer to on a regular basis. The name of his shop is Goodies, and he's up in uh, North Scottsdale near Frank Lloyd Wright. Um, his name is Steve, and uh-huh. I can tell you that he—I can tell you there's been numerous times that I've been in a bind, and he's fixed my car over the phone. So, okay. but I also have the ability to give him values and give him, you know, sensor readings and all that other kind of stuff. Now, he's busy, so you're going to need to make an appointment. But um, okay. if my mother lived in North Scottsdale and she had a Mercedes Benz, first of all, I would ask her when she hit her head last. <laughs> and second of all, I'd send her to goodies. Okay? Yeah, I know it's a money pit, and I am in North Scottsdale. So. Oh, you're home free. Now, when you get there, you're going to say, I have a 50% coupon in my car. I just can't find it right now from Mark Salem. There you go. And okay. see what he says. All righty? All right. 
Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. Glenn, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, hopefully uh, you have time for two questions. Uh, we'll we'll uh, get the old... first one, and then we're going to take a break. Sure. Uh, I have an 010 uh, Toyota Tundra that's having an intermittent um, TPMS uh, indicator light on the dash. Okay. And it seems to have gone away, but it, it, had, it, it reared its head three times. I worked on a Toyota the other day and I looked in the owner's manual, which is something I never do and men don't do. It said to me that if when you turn on your key, the TPMS flashes for 60 seconds and then goes solid, it's a hardware problem and it's not, a TP, it's not an air pressure problem. Have you ever heard of that before? I haven't. Okay. And I was surprised by that. And, and re- in reality, I turned the key on, and at 59 seconds, as I counted, we ended up going, uh, and then it went solid, which is exactly that. And I had just checked the tires, and I had put all of them up, including the spare. That's an important part. But it didn't turn off after two days of driving. So clearly, we have a sensor. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to answer Glenn's question on the other side and take his second one. And then 602-508-0960, that's an open, uh, we got four lines available and you're welcome to jump in there 602-508-0960 we'll be right back here's what you're saying about the seth liebson show great show thank you always get a lot of information from you oh Seth, so great to have you on the radio again i love it wow you're great you're articulate your reason and your wisdom i have to give you a pat on the back seth because you're so so educational i mean it's chock full of information Seth, i felt like i was at a fireside chat that is <laughs> one of the best things i have ever heard it was wonderful smartest show not in arizona smartest show in the world weekdays at three on 960 the patriot Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. We all dream of our perfect retirement, but don't always have the plan for how to get there. With so many voices in retirement planning, it's hard to dig through the noise and find the truth. Some make outrageous claims. Others seem okay, but how would it work for you? Tune in to My Smart Retirement with certified financial planner Nancy Fleming. Saturdays at 12 p.m. for sound answers and practical ideas for your retirement concerns. That's My Smart Retirement with Nancy Fleming. Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits 
and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Forty-three minutes after the hour of ten o'clock, um, and I'm Mark Salem, and sitting next to me is Alan Salem, and we're going to take calls and we're going to finish up with Glenn. But real quick, let me tell you about Auto Dynamics, folks. When you run into an auto repair shop that's on its second or third generation, and the kids have twenty or thirty years of experience in the family business, that means something, and that's exactly what's going on with Auto Dynamics in Sun City. It's been family-owned and operated since 1982. Chuck started it. Derek, his son, is now running it. And, frankly, Derek's a tad better than Chuck, just like my kids are a tad better than <laughs> me. So at Autodynamics, their staff and technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of the repair bill. Therefore, they don't sell unnecessary parts or repair. That's something Derek's trying, and we're all watching real carefully to see how he makes that work and how it can happen. So if you're in Sun City, Autodynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Glenn, we're going to talk about your TPMS, and sitting next to me is the world-class guru, professor, godlike man of TPS. Go ahead, take it. I like to call it the Messiah. It's the Messiah. The (laughs) Messiah of TPMS. So there's a million things that can be wrong with TPMS. We see a ton of them. Uh, Obviously, the most common is actual pressure. Um, Pressure needs to be what's on the door sticker. Um, That's the first thing. Uh, The other thing is... You know, overinflation sometimes, underinflation sometimes, uh, a percentage different of one tire from the other three. But my guess is because it's intermittent with yours and it's a 2010, those batteries and those sensors usually last about seven years ish, give or take. I would bet that if we put a put a scanner on one of those things, I bet you've got a low battery on one of those. And what she's talking about, you can walk around the car and talk to the sensors in the tire. Another thing you want to do is, is whenever you have a TPMS code or a TPMS, you got to check all the tires. Because, for instance, Glenn, red, white, blue, and black. Let's pretend they're all different colors. Well, if you bring it into a shop and they rotate the tires, then all of a sudden the driver's left front is on the driver's rear, but the computer doesn't know that. So it's going to say that the that the left front tire is 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 low on air, or the left rear tire, and it's going to be the wrong tire. So that's why we tell everybody: if you have a TPMS code, you got to check all four tires and the spare. Yeah, some will automatically relearn, like like my Dodge. Well, I, I rotate them, and I don't have to reset them. Okay, they'll automatically reset. I want to say that Toyos, Toyotas are actually uh, they reset themselves. I, I'm not 100 percent sure of that. You just bolt them on. It picks up a. It, there's a receiver at each corner. That receiver says, "Okay, I, I'm equating this serial number with the left front." Regardless, um, it, it shouldn't. Someone who knows a, a good amount about TP, TPMS, it shouldn't. Uh, 
it shouldn't be hard to figure right. out. But I will tell you one other thing. Weather affects those things greatly. Um, you start out in the morning and your TPMS light's on. By the time you drive 18 miles to work, they're hot enough to where they go off. Well, that's just the tire pressure right at the threshold, the low threshold. And as the tire heats up, it expands, gets higher pressure, and the light goes off. So you can tell if there's a – in the spring and fall and winter transition is when that Always, happens. Always. When it goes from warm to cold, that's – yeah, 80% of the calls that we get are TPMS. Okay. So when you do that, I want to know the diagnostic process costs about uh, between I, and between. I think I think we I think it's about I don't know forty to seventy bucks. Okay, and then if it's a TPMS, you're going to break the tire down, replace the TPMS inside the tire, yeah. put it back together. Are you going to re- rebalance it or just mark the tire on the wheel and put it back where you found uh, it? it? It just depends. I mean, usually we rebalance it. Okay, and so that's the TPMS plus the. Uh, take the tire off and put it in and then rebalance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Usually TPMS sensors, you can get some really good universal aftermarket ones. I think they're like 70 bucks. And then uh, mountain balance is 25 bucks. So um, you're at a hundred dollars plus diagnosis. And yeah. if you just walk around and, you, and one of them is, and talking to you, the diagnosis is $5 and 72 and I'll, and cents. I'll tell you something else too. If, if, if you got into the threshold and they say one of your batteries is bad and none of the other ones have been replaced, you'd be a lot better off doing them right now. Cause I'm going to see you next week on the other on the other three. But he can do the next three next time he has tires. So yeah, he can I mean, say, if he's getting close. Yeah, yeah if sure, you're getting close. Sure. All right, you had another question, Glenn. Yeah, it was regarding uh, maybe a couple months ago you mentioned uh, it, it, to keep your uh, four-wheel drive system, uh, w- to get it warm, you, you would you drive it on the pavement. And, and uh, it seemed to me uh, I had a 98 Chevy that said don't drive in four-wheel drive on the pavement. Has that changed? Well, you'll notice I said, I'm no, you cannot drive through the city streets and make right and no, left No, I know. Turn. You said on the freeway. Yeah, I'm straight ahead. Mm-hmm. And all my tires are aired up exactly the same, so I've got mm-hmm. rotational stuff. So when I leave Payson, I can drive straight for a long time. And mm-hmm. so as I'm and as I'm going highway speeds and high, I'm warming up that front differential. I'm lubing everything in that thing, and we're home free. So straight ahead is the key, and mm-hmm. I would certainly keep it under, you know, I don't know, fifty is a comfortable speed. Yeah, fifty six. I, I had a customer this week who was up at his cabin up in Sholo. The batteries died, and it was in four wheel drive. And when he replaced the batteries, he couldn't get it out of four wheel drive, and he drove it home all the way from there at sixty miles an hour. And the first thing I thought of was. Oh, boy, we're going to have a problem. Um, brought it in. We drained the fluid and put new fluid in it, and it was clean as day. In and out of four-wheel drive, no problem. Not something I recommend. I wouldn't drive it that far. But the he point is, is that it, uh, it, 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 it can live. Let me tell you a quick story before your mother tells you this quick story. We're up in Pine getting that uh, old fire truck for, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Grandma. Yeah. And so I'm pulling it out with the four-wheel oh, yeah. drive. I know where this is going. Okay. And so I couldn't get it out of four-wheel drive. So I'm driving around. I'm backing up. I'm turning left. I'm turning right. I'm pushing the button, doing everything. Your mother pulls out the owner's manual, and it says you have to be in neutral in order to shift it. Oh, okay. So I put I it in neutral, that. and I pop into two-wheel drive, and she went, yep, 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 all the way <laughs> home. <laughs> what were you in, drive or park? No, I was in four-wheel low. No, I know, but how were you trying to get it back into... I would just kept pushing the button. I never thought to put it in the neutral. I, oh, it was oh, in drive oh. the whole time. All righty. Thank you very much, Glenn. We're going to move on to Ken. Ken, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi, Ken. You're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I am, Ken. Oh. Oh, actually, I'm Mark, but that's okay. Okay. Hey, um, question I got for you is uh, regarding the, the TPMS, I have an older uh, Shelby Mustang that has it on bands. And yeah. then later on, they went to a valve stem type deal and all that. I understand there was a frequency range difference, um, but I think Dorman does. Dorman make one that's uh, universal, or who's the best universal around that you found? I right. can go to let me, 
Let me change this question. Um, what do you do between a band and an update where it's just a valve stem? What do you do? First of all, bands are such a pain in the butt, and especially if you have to okay. replace them because the bands are like 50 bucks okay. for four of them. Right. Um, uh, the ones we're using right now, um, they're purple. Um, and it, what I like about them is, is they, they encompass both the 315 and the 433 frequency. So I can, I can, I can do them to any vehicle. And the only two part numbers there are is steel and metal, uh, excuse me, steel and rubber, the valve stems. Right. So, um, and what's the brand on those again? Uh, you would ask me that. Um, I hear it. It's easy. Uh, give me your email address. And, uh, and then you email me, and I can send you a picture of them. Um, they're purple. Uh, I bet you if you, if you did uh, purple TPMS sensors, but, um, uh, you can email me, Alan, A-L-A-N, at SalemBoysAuto.com, and I can, uh, I'll, I can get back to you on that, or I might be able to find it here real quick. Okay. So I could Alan, just walk down to my office downstairs. At, but A-L-A-N at SalemBoysAuto.com. Okay. And don't now, send him anything question. that his mother's going to be embarrassed about because she checks his <laughs> email, okay? <laughs> okay, so here's the next thing. Uh, I have a uh, 2010 Infiniti. And, you know, it's really a great car. It's got a few quirks, like the tranny isn't the smoothest thing in the world, and it goes through brakes like dessert. But um, the biggest thing is I'm, start, I'm wanting to switch over to an independent. And like my Toyota is not put in a shameless plug, Roger over at Toyo West has treated me great for years on Toyotas. But he doesn't do the Nissan Infiniti routine. So okay. um, do you guys have an Infiniti guy you like, an independent? On the west side? East side. Oh, east side. I'll, I'll travel. I'll travel okay. for the best guy. I don't care. All right. Well, tell me, where do you work and where do you live? Give me cross streets. Uh, I'm uh, northeast Scottsdale, almost by Carefree Cave Creek. Uh, I do Blackwell at uh, 40th Street and Greenway. Um, he just got Blackwell. out of jail not too long ago. He's really good cool. at what he does. And um, he'll tell you if he's not the best guy to diagnose or do this repair. And the best part yeah. of Tom is his wife, Polly. And if you can't get through to Tom, then just ask for Polly, and she's a decision maker. Okay. And then the last question would be about alignment. I don't know what it is. I just cannot find anyone that can come out with a steering wheel standard that doesn't pull. I mean, I don't know what it is. Okay, wait a minute. Is it pulling on a city street or on a highway? Both, either. Mostly okay. mostly highway. All right, but, you I'm a, if, you know, I'm, a, I'm a gearhead. I built my first okay. motor when I was 16, so I got the drill. Okay. Well, <laughs> camber pulls to which part, which number? I mean, that's kind of where you're at. Camber pulls to the positive yeah. number. Caster pulls to the negative number. So even though you put it within the little boxes on your screen, if the if it's got more positive camber on the right than it does on the left, it's going to pull right. Mm. So well, gray-haired you know, guys know this, and gray-haired guys know mm. how to get rid of it. But first you drive it in right. and you show them. And then you have right. to decide if you're on highway or city streets, because on highway we set you flat, and on city streets we drift you a little left because the roads are crowded. Right. So you have right. to decide that. But I don't know. If Blackwell can't do it, you'll have to come to Tempe. We'll do it for you. Or you can go to, is Mike Fenno still, um, is he, yeah, he's still there. He He's up at the 202 and the 101. He taught me everything I know about alignments. And his name, his shop is, um, come on, come on, come on. I don't know. Um, hang on. I look right here. Hold on a minute. Give me just a second. Give me just a second. By the way, that that sensor, um, it, it's called a Max sensor, M A X. It's the Max TPMS total sensor. Okay. And 
you can't just buy them and put them in. You have to actually program them. So you'll need to have somebody. You'll need to have, find somebody who has the programmer because you can't just buy them off the shelf. Okay. You got to have them programmed. Okay. And they okay. and, and Fenno's is Schumann's Auto Clinic. Schumann's S H U M A N S. So you got Blackwell to the north, Schumann in the middle at the two at the one hundred one and the two hundred two, and then you got Salem South. But all three of us are good old fashioned alignment guys. Okay. Great. Okay. You know, it just shouldn't be that hard to make it happen, but it does for some okay. reason. So it, I do appreciate it. It's not it isn't hard because the here's the problem. You put the car in the alignment. you got th- some three-whiskered kid over here that just started alignments. He's got a window that's three inches, and it's green. And so all he does is put all the numbers in the green window. He gives you the car back. He doesn't know crap from Shinola, and he gives you the car back and says, oh, it's aligned perfectly. No, it ain't. you got to understand the geometry of the alignment. Boy, have you got my panties warmed up. <laughs> you got to understand the geometry. You got to know what you're talking about, and putting it in the green doesn't mean nothing. Sometimes we're on the left side of the green on this setting, and on the right side of the green on this setting, and the car goes straight. Yeah, we got to move on. Uh, hey, um, what's Gil? Gil. Gil. Who we got? Carlo. Carlo. I'm sorry. How can I help you, buddy? Well, um, I had a 2500 Dodge. I had a problem with the electrical where the ABS was coming on, low battery. And found out what it was. It was a wire that was touching the air condition. Fixed it, solved the problem. But my wife said I listened to you too much because you I wound up going home. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Now here's the deal, Carlo. You you tell your wife Mark knows the best divorce lawyers in this town. All right. And and we'll hire the best one before she can get the best one. So you just tell her she doesn't mess with guys, garages, and cars. She doesn't mess with you, and she doesn't mess with me. Now, Carlo sounds like an Italian name. Am I right? Yes, I want to hear the rest of the story. He said he went home. After he got it fixed, he went home. I want to hear the rest right. of the story. Okay, you went home, and what happened? Well, I went back to the dealer because I bought the little harness just to fix it, and I winded up coming home with a brand-new truck that you'll like. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that, that's why that she doesn't expecting. like you. Holy um, I, mackerel. I bought the 3500. I never owned a diesel in my life, and I took my first road trip with it last week, and I'm just amazed with this thing. What interior did you uh, get? Uh, I have the Longhorn Edition. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you something. That makes the Ford King Ranch look like a VW. <laughs> oh my. And you're awesome. telling me she doesn't like that truck? Oh, no, no. She loves it. Oh. When, when we, she thought it was going to be too loud because she hears these obnoxious diesels. Yeah. And I don't know anything about those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you, Carlos, Carlos, you don't need to come to our shop. I'll tell you that. Um, the other day, I was coming into the ranch up in the Star Valley, and this guy walks out and waves me down. And I said, hey, you know, how can I help you? And he goes, do you know that I can hear you coming and going? And I says, you know, I'm at sitting at 1,100 RPM as I go through the neighborhood. And he says, it just, it's not loud. It's just got a, a rumble. A rumble. It's one of the reasons why I drive my Ford is because I wake up all the neighbors every single time when I leave on my Dodge. And they all complain about it in a nice way. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You're up what time to wake up your neighbors when you show up to work at 10? Yeah. No, when I leave at 9.15, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Carlo, you tell tell your wife um, it had nothing to do with Mark Salem. The fact that you picked a Dodge, you got the 3500 and you got the Longhorn, that's Literally the best Longhorn. of the best. 
and tell her that's the Mercedes of diesel trucks. And that's what you drive. And that's what I drive. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Quick, quick, quick question. Okay. Oh wait, we uh, got. Hold on, we got ten seconds. We gotta, we gotta oh, be out in ten stay seconds. Stay there or stay right there, Carlos. Stay right there. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When we get back, Carlos first, and we'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.